Hello, welcome to another episode of A Pastor and His People. I am Pastor Witt here with birthday boy, Pastor Grant. Hello on this Valentine's Day. His birthday is not on Valentine's Day. <laughs> it is actually right before Valentine's Day, but you know, in the spirit of the season of Grant's birthday, thought we might just let, let that get out there. Maybe you'll have to get some extra presents show up at your door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all about. I would have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why else would I be born? So um, we've been going through the book of Acts, and it's a very, I mean, I'm, I'm just guessing right here. Acts is full of prayer and evangelism. Yes. And so we're kind of taking a break in the middle, and you're teaching on prayer and evangelism. Yes. Yeah. So uh, this past week we were in Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 through 4, uh, and uh, it's just about prayer. Um, I'm going to read the text, and then we're just going to ask some questions. So it says, Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us, that God may open us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak. So this is Paul writing to a church. It's kind of a, the end of the letter. Is there anything you think we should know? You know, that will help us even more with this, or maybe not. I well, I would think. I mean, I, I think Paul is really urging uh, the church here uh, at Colossae to be partakers of what God is doing and how we are all joined together. Um, And he he does put a a few warnings in there of false teachers and uh, who we should not be joined to. And so um, I think there's a lot of of communal, relational uh, aspects here, Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of deep, deep doctrines as well. Yeah. So in your sermon, you primarily talked about, would you say, prayer for the individual? Yes. Yeah. Is anything, because you say communal, is there anything maybe you would say, so from this, like, continue steadfast in prayer, be watched on Thanksgiving, at the same time pray for us, is there anything you see that corporately in the church, like things that we do in our service or ways that you've seen the church praying? Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, how... Uh, during the pastoral prayer, uh, we pray for other churches that the word uh, that doors may be opened right. for the word to go forth, and yeah. so I, I think we do that uh, corporately mm-hmm. together and, and maybe as leadership. Uh, but the way that I felt led uh, was to press upon them in yeah. you know how they individually right. pray corporately yeah. for. Yeah, the I mean, gathering. I think it's good, right? We have those times in our service. Yes, for the individuals also to learn yeah. and to grow. Like there's a discipleship kind of going on. Amen. Uh, so he says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Why is Paul is now talking about prayer? Why is he using these words? What do you think he's trying to draw out there? Um, that it the continuing, like that it never stops. Yeah. Uh, we need to continue to stay in constant communication. And that was where I tried to bring out 
of Jesus going in the morning and in the evening, right. you know, and him being the God man. Uh, I mean, needing to stay in constant communication with the Father right. uh, to do his will. And that's what we must do as his people. That's good. Uh, is there anything maybe here with a continue steadfastly in prayer, be watchful at Thanksgiving? Is there any like <clears throat> members that you have in mind of maybe uh, mothers or those at their jobs? You kind of drew that, you kind of gave illustrations out through out the sermon. Is there anything practically they can take with them, you think? You gave some advice during, like, this is what I do. Is there maybe encouragement you would give to a church member? Yeah, um, and I gave the the more practical ways mm -hmm. to like God has given us the ability uh, in ourselves to think more rightly, mm -hmm. to pray more continually by doing simple things like being oral mm -hmm. when we talk, so that our mind doesn't wander. Right, you know, but how um, we can do that when we're uh, thinking of dropping our children off at school. Mm -hmm being intentional and praying with them before they get out of the car uh, are, are real practical ways to kind of stay in that. When you're driving in the car, mm -hmm. you can look to the hills from where your help comes from, right. you know? And so that was what I was trying to help kind of give some visual pictures. Uh, Dave kind of enunciated it last night. I didn't use this verbiage, but like the more senses we use that God gives us, right. uh, they can have us to fall into temptation, our sight, right. our, our ears, what we hear, but also they are used for his honor and glory to heighten mm -hmm. our relationship with him yeah, in this good. world that he has placed us in. That's good. Uh, it says at the same time. What is Paul like? What does what does that mean? Like at the same time, like two things at once, or is he kind of what's he drawing out there? Yeah, I, I love it, and, <laughs> and that's where you know because it's like hey, everything that you're thinking of in steadfastness, in watchfulness, being alert, uh, thanksgiving. Hey, at the same time, I need you thinking in this frame of mind mm -hmm. for us as well. Right. And so, uh, but like, like there's, there needs to be such a continual connecting there together because they've got their own stuff going on. I mean, here he is in a Roman prison. Right. Well, they got their own stuff going on. Yeah. And, but it's God almighty who connects us together mm -hmm. at the same time. Right, you know That's that good. grants that access there. Mm -hmm. um, now, is there is there any, maybe any wisdom there of how much we should pray for ourselves and how much we should pray for other people? Like, how, how do we think about that? Yeah, I think I think if we're not praying for ourselves, we'll never pray for others. Because if we're not renewing our minds daily, if we're not uh, coming before the Father and having a relationship with Him, it never overflows out into people. It's like putting your oxygen mask on first before right. you put on the first Amen. Answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, because if I'm just coming to the Lord in prayer for you, mm -hmm. uh, that's great, 
But if it's not a manifestation of what he is doing, if I'm just going to the word when I'm sharing it with you, well, right. then I have no fuel to pour out yeah. on others. That's and right. so my relationship with God is dependent upon you yeah. instead of upon him. Yeah. Because he bought me with a price. Mm -hmm. And there needs to be constant gratitude that goes towards him for what he has done in my own life. Yeah. And that thankfulness is what's going to overflow to say, golly, I love wit. I love how he has bought him with a price mm -hmm. and sanctified him. Man, I'm going to continue to pray for him. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it says that God, so he, Paul is also... Uh, primarily his prayer request for himself and the people he's with, is that God may open us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ. Hmm. On account which I'm in prison, it's very interesting that Paul's prayer request while in prison, as you noted, is the thing that got him in prison. Yes. Is that he would continue to be able to <laughs> yeah. do that. Right. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Any, any thoughts there for us? Yeah, I mean, you could see, uh, I didn't draw this out any, but but thinking about being locked in a prison mm -hmm. and then wanting the door to be open, yeah. uh, but knowing that God could do that if he wanted to because of what had happened earlier in Acts with Peter. Right. Uh, you know, and so if, if God wants us in somewhere, mm -hmm. he'll open the door for it to happen. Yeah, I think it's, was it Philippians? He talks about the whole Roman guard knows the gospel. Because <laughs> basically there's a guard with Paul, and Paul's like, hey, you're stuck here with me. Yeah. You know what's about like, to happen. This is what's going to, yeah. If you get around me, you yeah. going to get some Jesus on me. I mean, it's just. Uh, yeah. I just like that. Like, please pray for that more right. of what we, why I'm here would keep going. Why does he call it mystery of Christ? Is there anything mm. there about that that we should trying to highlight in this well i think we can go over to to many other passages as far as uh those who christ hasn't opened their eyes to mm -hmm. it is a mystery or going into uh where i went yesterday which is very clear uh second corinthians chapter four uh mm -hmm. chapter five verses 14 through 21 he talks about us we once viewed christ according to the flesh mm -hmm. i think it's a mystery you know, because here here he is, this tangible man. And unless God opens our eyes to see him as yeah. our Savior, mm -hmm. you know, um, it, we can even be confused. I mean, even thinking going all the way over to Luke 24, where um, the disciples are even confused. Like, right. what? Didn't you hear what had happened? Jesus <laughs> just died, yeah. you know, because it hadn't been open to them yet to understand that, no, Jesus Christ has been resurrected from the dead, or this is what has been prophesied, and this is going to happen. And so I think that's what it keeps it to remain a mystery. Um, and he actually says earlier in the book that um, of Colossians that uh, the mystery is in Christ. The mystery of God is in Christ. And so understanding him and what his role is 
whether we're viewing it and interpreting scripture from the Old Testament to see Jesus as the fulfillment or, you know, but it all hinges there on Christ. And right. so there's your main yeah. mystery. Right. Uh, That's good. So, I mean, pr- primarily, right, so this podcast and we listen, right, we, we review the sermon every week. Uh, online, right, it cuts off there at the end. Yeah. But for this podcast, we're not going to, necessarily cover everything but really we want to kind of maybe answer questions but also give some more practical input is there any other practical things that you would want people to know about prayer or this text that kind of maybe you get to say or you want us to kind of maybe emphasize a little bit more yeah i would say um thinking of clarity um i think that was a part that i didn't really get a chance to to enunciate much on um, and maybe encourage the body in. Mm-hmm. But but guys, by the Spirit, you can be clear of what the gospel is because it's what has bought you mm-hmm. uh, and that it's not impossible, uh, that we don't have to have these lofty words or, uh, you know, yeah. uh, but... but understanding that uh, the gospel is uh, what Christ has done, how we need him in our fallen sinful nature. And so uh, just to know that that clarity, you know, and and I pray that it was encouraging to hear uh, at the very end of Acts what Paul is getting to do for the next two years. Yeah, he's pulled the end of Acts. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If it hadn't lined up so well with, with Colossians. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, to be able to share and to see how God had opened the doors and to see in America uh, how gifted we are to be able to have the freedom to worship Mm-hmm. Uh, so often and to have such uh, wonderful men to uh, lead in the word of God. I mean, like with uh, 1 Samuel 3 last night, I mean, Dave did an absolutely wonderful job, mm-hmm. but he was stepping in for Roberto, who could have done uh, just a wonderful a job right. uh, as he did. And so I, I think it's just such a beautiful uh, gift that we have. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to appreciate it more uh, and pray for um, when the word does go forth. Um, Any last maybe encouragement to someone who's like, I don't feel like I'm good at prayer or when I think of prayer, I feel guilty. hmm. Is there any maybe encouragement you would give to that person? Yeah. um, Prayer isn't dependent upon us. I think that's where I would alleviate that pressure. Mm-hmm. It's dependent upon Christ. Mm-hmm. And knowing that even in the Psalms, he talks about, he understands our moans and our groans. Mm-hmm. But knowing and being confident that we are a sheep, he is our good shepherd, and that his sheep hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And knowing that he desires to Uh, hear his children, uh, and to respond to them. Uh, He talks ever so much about us participating in 
uh, his plan. Mm -hmm. and, and part of the way that we can do that is uh, in prayer. Uh, and, and so uh, know that your father wants to talk to you. He wants to hear from you. And so he is eagerly waiting, uh, desiring to hear you. Amen. Would you uh, pray us up? Yeah. Father, we love you. Uh, Lord, it is uh, such a gift that we have a Father in heaven who inclines his ear to his children. In the midst of our brokenness and fallenness because of the propitiation for our sins in Christ Jesus, we thank you for the gift of his life, his death, and his resurrection from the grave. Lord, which gives us access to the throne of heaven. And Lord, as we wait for that glorious day, where well, we will have clarity of all things in communication with you in heaven forever and ever. I pray that we would desire for your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we love you. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.